Hey, everybody. Are you with me when I say life can be amazing at times, but it can also be extremely challenging? I know. I've been there myself. Learned some valuable life lessons along the way, and now I'm here to help you. It's no coincidence you've found your way to the Relevate podcast. I'm your host, Rena Olson, a self-proclaimed inspirer of others. Together, we're going to dive deep into raw and honest conversations with real people. My hope is that through these stories, you too will be inspired and ready to tackle whatever's holding you back or breaking your heart. Then you'll be free to live a life of purpose and true fulfillment. I promise it's possible. Let's Relevate. Hey friends, it's Rena Olson. Welcome to the Relevate Podcast. It's a passion, a desire for our church to say, hey, what would it be like if we were known for our compassion and generosity? How would that happen? That is my friend, Brian Atmos of North Point Ministries, here to share more about an initiative he leads at our church called Be Rich. If you're not familiar with Be Rich, it's now a yearly event started by North Point Community Church here in Metro Atlanta to give, serve, and love. It's a beautiful and powerful example of Jesus's command to be rich and do good deeds. In other words, let's put love in action. Brian Atness, welcome to the Relevate podcast. Thank you, Rena. So good to be here. It's a privilege. I know. Well, it's been forever since I've seen you in person. We both go to North Point. You've been on staff yeah. for a number of years there. And super excited to share more about my church and this amazing initiative called Be Rich. For those that might not be familiar with, with North Point, if you can start off talking a little bit about the church and then about Be Rich, that'd be amazing. Yeah, happy to. And again, Rena, thanks so much for the opportunity to be here. It's a, it's a privilege. So North Point Community Church is uh, one of a, a group of seven churches, all part of North Point Ministries in the North Atlanta area. Sometimes people haven't heard about North Point in our churches, but then they know the name of our lead pastor, Andy Stanley. Uh, lots of books and lots of sermons and, and messages out there that he's uh, appropriately known for. So uh, yeah, privileged to work here and, and be rich as you were asking about. That's what I have a privilege of, of leading uh, along with our community engagement ministry uh, that Be Rich is a part of. Uh, be Rich Arena is our annual generosity campaign, as you know, and it's uh, it, it started back in 2007. Uh, but the name needs a little explanation, doesn't it? Right mm -hmm. on the on the surface, <laughs> what be rich? What is that about? And it's purposely provocative, but we didn't come up with the name uh, on our own. It comes from something the Apostle Paul told his protege Timothy. Uh, and so this is from First Timothy six. But but Paul says to Timothy, he says, command those who are rich in this present world to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and willing to share. So we, we, uh, we, we lifted the name from, from that verse and said, hey, what if instead of people thinking about getting rich, uh, we called them to be rich, to be rich toward, uh, toward other people? So amazing. So were you in on it? Like in the beginning, like whose, whose idea was that? Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I remember for me, it was a pretty significant moment. We're sitting in a meeting thinking about what we were going to do in the community. And Andy Stanley pops in. And he was preparing a message series. The first time he spoke on it, he was studying First Timothy 6, preparing a message series. And it was the original sermon series was called How to Be Rich. Mm -hmm. And it was on that same passage of scripture we just talked about. And he said, what if when it came to Christmas, instead of doing kind of a come see variety show, what if we did something like a go do? And then he left the room. <laughs> and uh, 
we, we had our marching orders. Uh, we, uh, we started from there and, and built off the idea of, of that message series, how to be rich and said, Hey, what if we called people to, to be rich? Uh, and so that started it. We, 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 uh, we initially were just saying, Hey, what does it look like to engage people in meaningful ways in our congregation? We had already started partnering with nonprofits in the community, mm-hmm. which is really the biggest, maybe most critical piece of the strategy that we employ through the broader community engagement ministry and through be rich. Um, but yeah, back in 2007, uh, that's when it started. I was part of those conversations, but have led it since 2011. That's so amazing. So it's grown. I'm sure that first year it started small, like most things do, and has just each year it grows a little bit bigger. So if you can just kind of talk about the impact over the years and, and maybe get into the various aspects of give, serve, and love. Yeah, yeah, happy to. So you're, you're right, it, it started small. I'm, I'm looking up the, the numbers here because I don't have them off the top of my head, but those first few years, the giving, and it was a big deal for us because we hadn't done this before, but it was between, you know, uh, 200000 and $400,000 in, in, in which 2000, is- which is which was huge, which was like, <laughs> wow, it's amazing that we get to, to give this money out uh, into, the, into the congregation and to these nonprofit partners that are on the front lines doing great work in our community, meeting real needs in meaningful ways. And, and you know about that, Rena, from your uh, days with one of our partners. But uh, yeah, we, we really took a bump in 2011. We, we changed the strategy and said, what if we asked everybody to give? And what if we asked everybody to give before they left the building? And if, mm-hmm. if we can fast forward back to 2011, or, uh, yeah, 2011, the idea of iPads and square card readers was brand new technology. And we were leveraging that technology to say, hey, we're prepared to take a gift from you if you're willing before you leave. And uh, we honestly backed into this idea where every year when, when we ask people to give, uh, we ask them to give, uh, and really it's Andy Stanley, thirty nine ninety five, And he, you know, he, he's purposely sort of tongue in cheek doing the infomercial uh, bit. So well. Yeah, he does. He tees it up and everybody gets a good, good laugh out of it. Uh, but the idea is, hey, just about everybody can do thirty nine ninety five. Some of you can do a lot more than that. But if we all did that because of the collective size of all of our churches, we could make a, a really big difference together. And that's become what Be Rich is most known for is the giving portion. Uh, last year, we had a bunch of churches uh, join us beyond the seven that we have here in Atlanta. And we can talk about that uh, too. But uh, over $8 million was were given across those churches, which is just mind blowing, you know, so we, you know, we go from a couple hundred thousand in 2010, a big jump to 2.1 million in 2011, and then all the way up to 8 million last year. And it's so, so humbling. And, and, but what we know too, is that it's not just the give part. And you were, you were talking about that before we, the tagline of be rich is give, serve, love. So be rich is this sort of provocative. Hey, what's that mean? Well, really what it's all about is give, serve, and love. It's about giving, serving, and loving. And so we just described the give part, right? right. Uh, but the serve part, probably obvious since I've mentioned the nonprofit partners, we mobilize folks in our church to serve in our community, to go engage with these nonprofit partners. And, uh, you know, this year, the, the, the love um, piece really is just kind of a summary. We, we've sometimes done something specific with that, pointing people to do something thoughtful for their neighbor, do something kind for someone else, show appreciation one year. We did show appreciation for a public servant. Uh, last year, we, you know, we talked about, hey, take a step toward loving someone who's different from you. Um, so we've done different uh, twists on that over the years as a way to just take, help people see how they can be rich year round and how it's close to them, near to them and the people that they're interacting with 
um, all year round. But yeah, for the, for us this year, it's, Hey, let's, uh, let's give and, um, let's find helpful ways to engage with our nonprofits in, in this crazy season we're in. Isn't that the truth? And so point of clarification, all of the money that's received through Be Rich completely goes through the doors and out the doors of North Point to the community partners. Arena, I'm so, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, every penny, every, every dollar goes out, uh, including credit card fees and all the, all the other fees. And so, you know, o- over the uh, 13 years now of Be Rich, we have, uh, we've been able to give out into the community $51 million. Uh, and as you said, every penny, every dollar goes to nonprofit partners. And it's a message we love to communicate, you know, for, for folks in our churches that show up as visitors and maybe they're not sure if they believe what we believe, right? Or maybe they've never given to a church. Maybe they had a bad church experience. Maybe there's some distrust, all of which we get, right? All of which you can understand. We say, hey, th- this is something that's kind of you want to be a part of, and we're going to make it as simple for you as we know how we're going to ask you to give. Now we're going to give you not ask you to only give 39 95. You can give more if you want, but only 39 95 and every dollar uh, is going to go back out into the community to our partner. So. Mm, it's so powerful. And I love it so much because North point is a mega church. It is huge. Yeah. People that don't go there might not understand what it's all about, but to me, when I explain being part of North Point, I always talk about Be Rich because I think it really captures the heart of our pastor and the staff and really what, what the church is about, to be a church for the unchurched people and to give, serve, love. I mean, as Christians, if we, if we get that right, I, I think Jesus would be like, good job, y'all. Yeah. You know, one of the ways we talk about it, Rena, is compassion and generosity. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus was known in his day for compassion and generosity. And uh, we claim to be Jesus followers. Seems like we should be known for the same. And it's a passion, a desire for our church to say, hey, what, what would it be like if we were known for our compassion and generosity? What, how would that happen? And, you know, you're not known for your compassion and generosity. No one's known for the compassion and generosity by telling people they're compassionate and generous. Exactly. You're known for your compassion and generosity by being compassionate and generous. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for Be Rich, though, it's just a season every year. The point that we're making then is, hey, this is something we're doing individually year round, but let's collectively leverage the power of cumulative generosity, of collective generosity, and, and do this all together. Let's give and serve together. And uh, what, what, let's, let's try to be known for our compassion and generosity in, in our community around us. Uh, and, and to take it even further, God's been compassionate to us right? <laughs> through Jesus. He's been so extraordinarily generous to us through Jesus. And so for us as followers of Jesus, it's just an expression uh, of gratitude for what he's done, what he's done for us. Right. And having been on the nonprofit side as a partner of North Point, to see truly the impact of that partnership with North Point, I mean, the unbelievable donations when those checks would come in, I mean, it would just be, it it would just make me weep and it would be so humbling and so really so gracious and so appreciated. But then just the, the connection and the exposure and the volunteers coming in and the, you know, the love it layered on top of each other. And it's just, uh, it's hard to explain that truly the impact that I saw personally of, of this initiative. And it was year round. It wasn't just something, you know, the be rich season that sure. usually is in the late fall. 
um, you know, we felt that that wave of generosity year round. So it's it's so encouraging to hear you say that, Arena, and, and that's certainly our 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 wish. We don't uh, pretend to always get it right, but uh, our desire—the key word I would put in there—is really is partnership. You know, we desire it to be genuinely a mutually beneficial partnership. We say we want to be partners and not donors. Uh, to our nonprofit partners. And so the best way we know how to do that is for our money to follow our people. And so we say, hey, yes, we, we, we hope to be able to give generous checks as long as our congregation keeps giving as generously as they have. We look forward to keep coming to our nonprofit partners. Um, but for us also, we want to connect the people in our churches to these amazing organizations, mm -hmm. to the causes. You know, some of the most exciting stories for us are, or, or rather the connections that people in our church make. We, we see them come alive. We see God ignite things in their lives. Uh, when they get connected uh, to causes, to organizations, to people uh, in the community. And, um, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so rich for us to, to be able to mobilize people to that. And so uh, thank you for that. That's, that is, that's our heart. We, you know, we, we want it to be uh, a win on, on both sides. So definitely. Well, let's get back to some of those numbers because you've shared yeah. The, the big financial number. I'm sure there's some other numbers and you mentioned more churches getting involved besides yeah. the, the North Point. Yeah. So again, over, yeah. So again, over 13 years, we've been able to give away $51 million back to our community through our, through our partner organizations, uh, which has been amazing. Uh, along with that 466,000 hours, I, I just still don't know. That's <laughs> such an extraordinary number. Wait, 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 I don't know how to wait, quantify wait, that. that number again. Yeah. 466,000 hours. You know, we, we, we talk and think in dollars all the time. It's so hard to quantify what $466,000. So if any of your viewers have an idea of how to make that more tangible, but right. it's astounding, 466,000 hours. Uh, so this year we've got uh, 68 churches joining us. So that includes the seven here, but 68 churches doing Be Rich uh, with us this fall, giving and serving and loving in their own community through their own local nonprofit partners. Uh, and um, let's see, that's uh, six different countries, 21, uh, 21 different states, totaling 113,000 people. Uh, so it's, you know, th there's an extent to which it feels like a movement, you know, this movement of generosity to say, hey, what if, again, what if the church were known for its compassion and generosity? What if we rallied together in this, in this time of year together uh, to give, serve, and love? So it's, it's been, it's been humbling to see a part of it. Awesome. So if you can just share a little bit about uh, some of, just the, the scope of nonprofits yeah. that have been beneficiaries of Be Rich. Yeah, so I've mentioned the local nonprofits, but there's also global nonprofits. We've got some, uh, a, a, probably about a dozen or, or so uh, nonprofits that work all around the world, and, and um, they're everywhere, you know, Africa, they're Kenya and Iswatini and Uganda, uh, they're in India and Guatemala, uh, Dubai, Costa Rica, El Salvador, uh, a couple uh, domestic partners around the United States to which we send um, volunteers. And then I mentioned our local, uh, our local campuses, each of them have nonprofit partners in their, in their community. You know, one of the uh, things that we say through Be Rich is that most people want to make a difference, but don't know how. Exactly. And Be Rich makes it simple. And that's what we're aiming at. Be Rich is, is after making it simple. Obviously we talked about making it simple to give making it simple to serve and part of making it simple to serve and part of being known for compassion and generosity is serving right where you're at, giving, serving, and loving close to home. 
And uh, most of our nonprofits are in the space of homelessness, near homelessness, mm -hmm. and children at risk, but it spills into some medical care, certainly education, uh, some addiction recovery, all in that sphere. Uh, really, what we're asking first is what are the real needs of the community and the people in the community? Mm -hmm. And who are the organizations that are doing a great job meeting those needs? And that's part of our identification and a, and a really thorough vetting process we have. And then, you know, when you've got an organization that you're building that partnership relationship with, you say, how can we help? What can we do? You know, we think you're an exceptional organization and we'd love to leverage our resources, our collective resources of our church to help you go further faster. And uh, so really across all that, that sphere, we've got, um, got individual organizations that are doing phenomenal work. So Brian, how fun is it to deliver those checks to the nonprofit partners? Uh, can I say ridiculously fun? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you just pinch yourself. You're, you're, you're delivering five and sometimes six figure checks to these organizations and you know them and you know the people and you've seen them and you've seen them grow. And sometimes you even have a sense as to how you've been a little part of helping them grow. <laughs> and then you get to give them the check. And of course, you know, we tell them low expectations. And so sometimes when it really does beat their expectations, it's just the emotion. And, and you know, the coolest stories are when, when God has shown up and done something only he can do, right? Like, hey, you don't know that just yesterday this happened and today you're showing up with this check or whatever. And so those are just, they're, they're humbling. If I can be silly, silly about it, I joke with people that it's a little bit like Santa Claus. You know, Santa Claus, gets, Santa Claus gets to deliver the gifts, but his elves do all the work. You know, who are we kidding? I'm not delivering my own generosity. And I make sure all these organizations know that. Like my family, we give. Uh, we, we're, we're thrilled to give to Be Rich, but it might be a penny of this check when you compare <laughs> what everybody uh, in our churches is given. And so it's, uh, it's, it's humbling. It's, it's thrilling. And it's so, it's so very fun. Uh, well, I'm always a little bit jealous and I'm not on that team that gets to deliver those checks. Well, and I love the fact you, you don't overcomplicate the process and you ask the nonprofits that are your partners a simple question each year. If you can help us understand what that question is. Yeah, so they're probably my favorite conversations of the year. It's on the front side of Be Rich. We call them our big dreams, low expectations conversation. Never know <laughs> what our congregation is going to give. So we've got to keep the expectations low. But if, if you, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking here to a nonprofit leader or nonprofit leadership team, hey, if you'd be so bold, dream with us for, for a little bit. What, what might God be able to make possible? And that we start with, which is really the spirit of, of our question to them is, or really the conversation is, what would make a big difference for you and what would help you make a big difference? What would make a big difference for you as an organization? What would help you operationally do what you do better? And then what would help you make a big difference? You know the needs of the people you're serving. You know the dynamics and the trends in the community. You know the stuff you've wanted to do, but it's been, that's been out of reach. What might we be able to make possible? And uh, honestly, some of the time, uh, and you can imagine more these days in, in the midst of COVID-19 and some of the funding challenges organizations have had, sometimes the answer is operating costs. Sure. Hey, as a friend mm -hmm. to us, as a core partner, would you just fund our core operations? We've you know, lost out on a government grant. We've had in, in this, these days, right? We've had uh, fundraising events that have canceled or have been a lot oh, smaller. Better. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the ripple effects of all of that, could, could you as a friend, as a core partner, just, mm -hmm. just fund our operating costs. You know, some of our favorite ones to fund are them saying, you know, one of the hardest things for us to raise money for is 
and then they'll fill in the blank given whatever is, mm -hmm. is true for them as an organization. Could you guys, and we say, we're partners. Yes, thank you for asking that. And again, mm -hmm. you know, we love taking those considerations, but sometimes it's also making a new program, uh, a new resource uh, possible uh, for them as an organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, a new staff hire. Hey, we would love a person in this role uh, to do this. Could you guys fund a new staff position for us? And all right, let's let's see if we can't make it happen. So yeah, but it starts with that question. What would make a big difference for you? And what would help you make a big difference? Oh, wow. So is there a committee that reviews all of those requests? I mean, yeah, it's, it touches just about every level of our organization. So the conversation started each local campus with their local nonprofit partners. They gather those projects from nonprofit, from each nonprofit, and they put those all together with some folks on the staff at their, their campus. And then we do a multi-campus. People from all of our campuses come together and do a review. Last year, we had a, a board that had uh, a, a note card for every project, 250 projects we had vetted, uh, totaling $7 million, uh, $7 million of projects. And um, so we just go through all that beforehand to say, hey, we don't know how much our congregation's gonna give, but we're gonna be ready, uh, ready for it. That 8 million number I gave you last year was all of the churches that participated together. Uh, our churches alone gave about 5.6, 5.7 million, which is the most they had ever given. And we got to go way farther down that list of 250 projects than we had even dreamed. Uh, but it's the extensive process that goes all the way to management team and Andy going, hey, well, how does this look to you guys? So, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's pretty extensive. Yeah, and I, I hope that this never gets old for the staff to be <laughs> stewards of this money yeah. and to realize the impact that really each and every dollar has, especially mm. for these nonprofits. I mean, it is such a big deal. And yeah. um, I hope you all know the impact that you're having on, on yeah. so many levels. Thank you for saying that. You know, it's, as, a, as a staff team, sometimes we purposefully highlight the impact of some of the smallest dollar amount projects yes. mm. and go, this makes a big difference. You know, we, we, we say that these, these projects are game changers for our partners and they're life changers for the people they serve. So that's one angle that we try to look at it, but you're right, Rena, anytime you do something over and over again, it's important to step back and say, Hey, let's have perspective. You know, the other thing I like to remember and remind the team is each of these gifts of 39.95 is an act of faith. These are the people stewarding faithfully what God has given them, and now it's entrusted to us. So we we take that seriously and and try to sit with the appropriate balance of joy and privilege and weight and responsibility. Uh, because it has become quite a logistics. I, yeah. I can't imagine the behind the scenes yeah. effort that it takes for Be Rich. I'm so thankful it's there and I have a feeling you're an amazing logistics person and it, well, you know, for, for us, it seems easy and seamless, but I know it's not. That goes, and, and I know you have some really, really good people on your team I as do. well. I do. I, I did have to close some tabs and spreadsheets for this, <laughs> for this conversation. So you're, you're right. There's a lot that goes on behind the scene, but a phenomenal team, gifted, talented, passionate people. Yeah. So teeing up last year's Be Rich, Andy Stanley, the pastor of North Point said, yeah. we may not know exactly what to believe, but we almost always know what love requires of us. That's why we do Be Rich. If you could please elaborate a little on the whole idea of what does love require of me? Yeah, isn't that a great question? What does love require of me? 
And it's one that seems really simple. I know for me on a personal level, I sometimes need to sit with it. There is often an awareness of, yes, I know what love requires of me, but then there's a, okay, but that's going to cost me something. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it requires action. And, and that's sort of, I think, one of the, the pieces of it. We, we like to uh, talk about what we refer to as the platinum rule. Everybody's heard of the golden rule. Do what unto others is you'd have them do unto you. The platinum rule is just taken from Jesus' teaching. Do unto others as God through Christ has done unto you. You know, the love of Christ was giving of himself. It was self-sacrificing. That's the platinum rule. And the idea of love, the idea of that question points us back, not just to an affection, not to an emotion, but to action, right? Real love is demonstrated. And uh, Be Rich gives us a chance. Again, we're trying to make it simple and collectively as a body, as a community of Jesus followers to say, hey, let's put that together uh, in action. Uh, But the question reaches far beyond that. I mean, if we just sat with that question in front of us all the time, we would be better people and the people around us would be better and the world around us would be better. And in God's upside down kingdom, Mm. you know, the act of serving and loving boomerangs back and makes you feel better. It really does. I mean, that's kind of the whole underside of this. It's, Mm. um, it's an amazing outward initiative, but there's so much you get in return. Rena, you're, you said that so well, you're striking at the heart of what I maybe love most. People sometimes say, Hey, what do you love most about Be Rich? And I always cheat because it's not one thing, but the one thing is the many ways uh, in which Be Rich and which we get to see God use Be Rich. And, you know, the, you could say outward and inward, but even on outward, there's multiple layers. You know, we see the staff of a nonprofit partner encouraged. We see wind in their sails by the support that comes from our church, both in people and in dollars. And then they tell us the stories of how it impacts real people, our hurting friends and neighbors in the community. But then it comes internal and we hear the stories of families that look forward to planning Be Rich. Of, of small groups that serve together and catalyze new relationships mm-hmm. and find a new sense of purpose of, of people who get outside of their own little world for the first time. Uh, you know, I, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, Jesus talks about this idea that we find life when we give it away. We gain life when we lose it. That's mm-hmm. that upside down kingdom, upside down economy yes. that frankly, in, in when you're living squarely in the kingdom of man, it's hard to make sense of. And yet when we experience it, we go, yes. <laughs> Yes, it does feel good. It does. It does feel good. And I'll say, Rena, if I may, um, I think that's more important this year than ever. You know, I think sometimes what we need most is to get outside of ourselves. I think sometimes what we need most is purpose in in this season. And it's why we're so looking forward to be rich this year. Uh, In this season, it's harder than ever to know how to help. You know, so many of the ways that we maybe traditionally knew we could help. And I'm not talking about the giving part, maybe more the serving and, and engaging tangibly. Uh, so many of those things are just sort of crossed off in our mind. Well, we can't do that. Can't do that. Um, and, and yet, um, I think that opportunity for us to step outside of ourselves, uh, and to give and serve and love, if I can use our phrase again, uh, in meaningful ways, uh, can be exactly the catalyst of purpose, exactly the, the infusion of, um, of meaning, um, and fulfillment that, that people need. Well, and I think, like you said, we need Be Rich more than ever mm-hmm. this year. I know the nonprofit partners are, they, they need that, that love and support for sure. And, you know, we that have been quarantined for how many months, 
um, Lord knows we need, we need to, to be serving and loving and uh, getting our mind off of, of what we've, we've been in the midst of with no end in yep. sight. So yep. how is this year going to be different? I'm so excited to yeah. see what y'all have in mind for Be Rich 2020. Yeah, well, as, as you can imagine, the, the, the monetary part, the give part is more important than ever, right? I mean, and, and, you know, we've made that simple. Everybody knows the digital age in which we work. You can do an online transaction like that, and it's part of life. And so we're going to do that. And, and the call is, uh, hey, is there a chance? Can we? Could we make this bigger than ever? Uh, because the need is greater than ever. The opportunity is greater uh, than ever. So uh, that will look a lot like it's been delivered digitally, right? Our church is not meeting in person right now. And Be Rich is launching earlier this year, September 13th, as opposed to uh, early November, uh, which it's uh, which it's typically been. So T minus 24 days uh, for me and my team. Uh, but but who's counting? <laughs> that's right. Who's counting? I don't know. I just made Mr. that number up for sure. That's right. But then, you know, then the transition is, hey, over the course of the fall, let's, uh, let's find meaningful ways to engage with our nonprofit partners. And I'm saying the same thing in two, two different ways, the same sort of two sides of the same coin. Let's find meaningful ways to engage with our nonprofit partners and let's help our nonprofit partners and meet their needs. And it's been one of the joys and challenges in this season for the team to say, okay, there's a lot that we can't do. There's a lot that's changed, but it's not because the need's not there. In fact, if anything, that's exactly the opposite. You know, in, in you know, one of the things that I've learned that's been really challenging, but also motivating for our team, is that you know I mentioned sort of middle class and higher. The reality is, if you're if you're financially in a lower income situation, generally speaking, lower income situation, uh, people in lower income situation. They live near the margins, and and honestly, they're they're better on average than I am at dealing with crises. They they are you know, that they're good. They're just way better at it. Uh, and so, uh, but the reality of COVID-19 and all of its effects, whether it's lost hours, health issues, uh, schooling at home, additional technology costs, job law, all those things have a cumulative effect uh, that in many ways are making situation harder and harder uh, for, uh, for some of the families uh, and, and our neighbors that are living closer to the margins or have had a circumstance uh, really close to home. And so, you know, back to the point of our nonprofit partners, uh, the need is greater than ever. And it's, and, and honestly, it's continuing to grow for them. And so it's just had a, all right, we got to look at this differently. What does it look like to call our congregation to meaningful action to support our nonprofit partners? And we're looking forward to uh, a lot of different projects, DIYs, sponsorship kind of things that we can mobilize people to do that they can do on their own. And also some uh, safe socially distance events where we can uh, assemble something or, or uh, do something for, uh, for our nonprofit partners. So we've been working hard for really months now uh, to gather those things and uh, roll them out over the fall uh, with a greater point um, of, of focus on nonprofits. What do you need? What can we do now? And what can we do now? And what can we do now? And so, uh, as is the case for so many people with COVID-19, we're, uh, we're being more nimble <laughs> than we've ever been before. It's just so exciting. And I've, I've told you this, that it feels like another holiday when Be Rich rolls out. I, I hope the other people of North Point feel as much ownership of it as mm. I do. I mean, I feel my family donates. And, you know, that's the whole thing is that Let's get everybody to donate $39.95. And um, I hope that there is that collective feeling of ownership and pride in what we do as a church 
in terms of being able to link arms and really make such a difference for so, so many people who, yeah. who are going hungry or who are homeless or struggling. Yeah. It's just so vast, the, the trickle down of the people being served and loved. One last question for of you. Of course. The yeah. Relevate question. So the word Relevate means to uplift or restore to good spirits. If you could wrap up this conversation with a few words of encouragement for my listeners as it relates to living and truly being rich. Yeah, you know, I, I, would, I would simply say you have more to give than you know. What we're called to uh, in this life is cre- created in God's image as children of God, as Jesus followers, is to emulate his character. And it's compassionate and it's generous and it's good and it's kind and it's courageous. And when we uh, live that out, we find life in it in ways that are surprising and counterintuitive. And uh, I would just encourage each of us to have the courage to step out of the uncertainty of this season, to step away from the uh, consumption with our own uh, challenges, uh, whatever those are, and find a way to give, serve, and love someone else. We would love for you to be a part of the Be Rich campaign. As I said, we work really hard to make it simple. Uh, and you can do that by going to berich.org. But honestly, if it's not that, find find something within your own house, in your own community, in your own neighborhood. And and even if you're even if you're locked up at home in quarantine, you can write a note, you can send a text, uh, you can you can give a gift um, to somebody, and um, you know trust on the other side that God will multiply that for His purposes. But also pay attention to what it does for your own heart and mind. Yeah, so all of those partner churches, those 68 churches that now are part of this, um, berich.org, can people get to, to see what churches those are from the Be Yeah, Rich? that's right. Be, yeah, berich.org, uh, berich.org, and the, the site will go live here in just a, a little bit. You can still see a lot of information, but live for this next, uh, next campaign starting September 13th. That'll go live here in just a little bit. And uh, yeah, you can see the churches. You can also see all the nonprofits, every project funded on there. Uh, a good glimpse into the service projects that we do with those, some stories of people's lives changed from it. There's a lot of great content on there that I think would, uh, would bring some joy. Mm. Well, thank you so much for all you do for my church, for my community, for the nonprofits that I know and love and the people that are truly being impacted by uh, Be Wretched is an amazing story. And I thank you, Brian. Keep up the great, great work. I can't wait to see the results. And, you know, the highlight is always the number collected, but it really, that's really kind of just the starting point of Be Rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is that trickle down effect of, of those people that are being helped that is really so powerful. Keep up the amazing work, my friend. Thank you, Rena. So good to be with you. And thank you for the privilege of being on here today. Okay. Take care. In case you couldn't tell, I love Be Rich. It's like a whole season dedicated to giving, serving, and loving. To volunteer or give up oneself is not only what love and God requires of us, but it also provides healing on our very own hearts that is difficult to describe. I challenge that each and every one of us has the ability to be rich and make a difference in our own communities. Start your own grassroots Be Rich movement and see how God moves in your heart and your community. To learn more or to join the Be Rich movement, visit berich.org. Closing out this very special episode of the Relevate podcast with the inspiration behind Be Rich, 
1 Timothy 6.17 Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. I'm Rena Olson, and this is Relevate.